Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Are you serious? So this is How to Kill an Hour. There's plenty of ways to kill some time out there. I'm Fung Butcher. It's me, Marcus. <laughs> no, I'm Marcus Bronzi. I'm Funk Butcher. This is How to Kill an Hour. Welcome to the show. On today's episode, we've got a guest called Swiss. Uh, you and Swiss have done some work together, haven't yes, you? Yes, we have. Can so, you check out now? Yeah, so in a, in a few moments, we'll be hopping into a conversation that we had that kind of spans the, the, the oxymorons. And the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, your, the your song covers mm-hmm. and kind of the interesting world that we're in at the moment with social media. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's a good one. I look forward to to letting you hear that. Uh, but first things first, let's talk about how we've been killing time recently. Should I go first, Funk, this time? No, I want to go first. Okay, yeah. You go first then. Okay. How you been killing time recently, I've been bro? killing some time. I've been killing some time, rather, on the PS4. We have two games. Two games? Yeah, two games. What's the first one? The first game is called Devil May Cry 5. DMC 5, baby. Yeah, I don't know where I was for the previous four, but I'm here <laughs> for Devil May Cry 5. Such a tongue twister. Brother, it, Devil May Cry 5. Devil May Cry, <laughs> D- DMC 5. It's called DMC, baby. Well, that's what they use, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's like DMC 5. So DMC 5 uh, by Capcom. Uh, and that's very important the fact uh, the developer of this game because this game is uh, I think they, the developer should be called Crapcom because not be, not in regards to the quality of the work they put in I'm talking about the stuff dig that they put out. out dig it out yeah I'm digging I'm digging I'm coming back up I'm coming back up to the surface give me a moment like because the games they make are so scary they make you crap your pants see <laughs> I'm there I'm safe home free <laughs> so wipe, wipe bro. look at Billy he's like oh god funk what are you doing to us yeah sorry Bill I got this <laughs> so th- this is this is a franchise that sold 16 million units right yeah so DMC5 yeah needed to deliver yeah you actually got your hands on it a few days early yes I uh, did because it's just dropped this is the week that this podcast comes out is the week that it dropped yeah Um. so yeah well, tell us about your experience with it well interestingly enough for the people who have never played um, any of the titles it does give you a kind of like um, a backdrop as to what has happened in the narrative up until this point in time so you can kind of get a little bit before you get into the story mode Um, but the main protagonist in the game used to be this guy called Dante and now in the beginning of this game I play a character called Nero and he's got one arm but um, that doesn't uh, give him any form of disadvantage because this guy could do everything. He could do backflips, <laughs> front flips, side flips, and shoot all at the same time. And his sword, his sword, can we talk about his sword now? Yeah, like, man. yeah. So 
I haven't seen a cool sword since um, Cloud in Final Fantasy, but this sword is really cool. Do you know why this sword is cool, yeah? Because the handle of the sword, it revs. It actually revs like like, like a, a motorbike throttle. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, that's yeah. sick, isn't it? That is quite sick. Very, very sick indeed. But just the 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 cutscenes, the cinematic cutscenes in this game, yeah, absolutely outstanding and this is one of those games where I'm just like uh, duh why has no one made a movie yet because it is very much in that um, that that energy of those over the top um, um, uh, what kind of what kind of franchise Um, Evil Dead like that kind of franchise that really over the top zombie gore fest but with comedy elements in there that's what I get from this game and I feel like Netflix are probably knocking on the door in some way where we'll chuck the 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 budget and the toilet sink of this and you you just give us the the the, the rights to to, to make this happen well Resident Evil the the film franchise no but I don't like that girl say what you want about that I don't like uh, it did really really well what has she done uh, ever ever, um, since that that franchise Mila um, Uh, what's her name I don't know you know but 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 I know that that franchise did very very well like it consistently that franchise upsets me made and this is why money. I say this is why I use that term crapcom in the beginning of, of, of the of the intro because the monsters in this game are frighteningly creative I mean they don't just make these normal weird looking creatures oh, they've got yeah. these really awful disgusting like monsters and you only find those monsters in Resident Evil like like the liquors. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in Resident yeah. Evil. When yeah. I saw the liquors, I thought, what kind of warped mind would even um, create something that looks like this? But They just get a great way of kind of getting under your skin with creepiness, isn't it? Yeah. And, and, and I feel like Devil May Cry is kind of like that like hack and slash vibe. Yeah. But it's still got like creatures that as you're beating them up, you're kind of like, I really wouldn't, I'd never want to be in a room with them. Even if there was like a, a piece of Perspex glass that was like 12 inches thick that was keeping them away from me, you'd still feel like, yeesh. Well, I can't understand the, the kind of mentality which would allow Nero to stand in the proximity long enough and not be running away, let alone fight these through various stages and levels and I think a sword that you can rev yeah. helps a long way yeah, that, that you got a sword that can rev that yeah you're help. like listen <laughs> so um, you hopped into the game so you're kind of new to the Devil May Cry franchise yeah. Then, yeah. so how was it for you then doing like double jumps firing guns slapping people with a sword yeah I found the control system very easy you've got your, your, your slash movements you've got the use of the gun you've got the jump and basically around those three movements you pretty much get the the, the gist of the the, uh, the 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 dynamic movements that mm-hmm. Nero can use. There's like a um a, a spear kind of put like a spear kind of put a uh, system where you can throw it and then you can draw yourself closer to the enemy to attack him. I guess that's similar to what you would find in Scorpio if you were familiar with the Mortal Kombat um, fighting style. Yeah, um, come but, here. Yeah, but um. It's a really, really enjoyable game. It's one of those games that you're actually blown away by the aesthetics. It looks very richer than... And I haven't got 4K TV, but in terms of the other games that I played at that time, it's very, very rich in terms of visually Mm. um, what they've put on the screen. I think we're starting to realise the full potential of this generation of consoles with the games that we're getting. So I think we're getting 
visually rich environments that have a lot of depth to them that yeah. you really feel you're part of. Story-wise, though, I'd say out of the How to Kill an Owl gang, you're the anime fan, yeah. like the biggest anime fan. Do you yeah. feel like the story kind of lived up to its name in that respect as well? The story, that's what I'm going to say. I think this has to be made into uh, really? something okay. because right. it kind of it falls into that, that realm of what they were doing with Castlevania where they've taken okay. a well-known title, they've kind of put the monsters in there and they've just tried to tie in a, a, a decent narrative to, okay. to, to, to push the franchise. Nice. But nice. Um, yeah, gameplay-wise, it's a lot of fun. Okay. It's a lot of fun. I feel um, semi-proud of myself that as a 30-something-year-old man, I am not scared anymore and I can play this with the lights off. You played it with the lights off? With the lights off. Damn. Yeah, so that's a massive achievement. With the volume on? With the, the volume, volume on. Oh, lights, lights off, so that's a massive achievement for myself. Were the kids in bed? Yeah, they were. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's funny enough? I actually might use this as a mechanism to send my kids to bed because <laughs> they took themselves upstairs. <laughs> okay, that's, that's fighting demons now. Time yeah, to go to bed. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, oh, you enjoyed it then? Good vibe. Yeah. Did you, so you played with uh, Nero. Did you manage to get some time with Dante and, and V the other characters which you get access to in the game as well no I didn't get a chance to to play with, with Dante but um, I got the I saw the cinematic cutscene where um, uh, Nero has his arm um, removed yeah. so you, you see you see how he loses his arm don't want to give too much about that but he has a cool very very cool replacement which is it's, it's like it's um, recyclable because yeah. <laughs> one minute he has it he fires it off like some kind of uh, tornado and he gets another one yeah. which kind of just regenerates from out, from out of nowhere but he's dope he's dope yeah. so you enjoy the hack and slash vibe right yeah so what I'm going to throw at you Funk is, is you actually get access to a character called V who kind of flips it on its head and I luckily I got to have a go at him okay. at him on him when we got an exclusive playthrough just before the game the version of the game you got yeah. and um, this guy V flips it on his head so this game's all about getting close slapping the sword out punching yeah. people up yeah. melee innit it's a yeah. melee game yeah. right? get yeah. in get out V is like the opposite he summons he rolls with like a, a beasts and he summons them and gets them to attack and he's quite weak he can't actually get hit he can run in and finish an enemy but he can't go in and hit an enemy if an enemy okay. beats him he dies quite quick um, and he summons beasts and, and, and that element people were like wow this is very different so that's actually quite a fun thing to play as well so you can look forward to that later on yeah, in the game yeah. and if you manage to manage your beasts well enough and get enough downtime where you get you can charge up a super move which summons one heck of a beast okay. so V's a very different thing for DMC5 but people that have played like Midas he's a fan of the game, uh, yeah. show a friend of the show he had a go on and V and he was like I'm, I'm not sure I'd like some more time he messaged me and was like this guy is sick mm. but very different as well so you've got okay. that look, to look forward to in the game as well it man. sounds like they've taken elements of like what they would use in the RPGs where they've got a summoning beast yeah kind of, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, I think they've added something for people that could enjoy something new but it's not taken anything away from the original franchise okay. so, alright DMC5 we'll put a link to that in the show description check that out uh, there's also some footage of me playing with V as well we've got on the website we'll link to that too uh, what are you what's the other game the other game I played was the beta version of The Division 2 boy and you know listen I, I actually first was a little bit sceptical about, uh, about The Division title when you first um, uh, gave it to me mm. how long has it been now it's been about three years about the first, yeah, the first yeah it's been a while isn't it yeah, yeah. about the first one so was it Bill Bill knows 
2016 yeah, yeah three years, years. Yeah, yeah. so three years ago I played the Division 1 and that one is based in New York and if anyone knows about the Division it's kind of like a post-apocalyptic yeah. se- se- uh, scenario whereby governments have fallen it's complete disarray but not in a kind of Mad Max style kind of cheesy like end of the world desert style it's more about the the battle for resources and the different factions which kind of are created in times of anarchy basically so it's a, it's a very very human perspective on what would happen in the worst place case scenarios now division 2 takes this on a little bit further and is obviously the sequel to it but we're, we're now moved from new york and we're in washington and it's a very powerful image to see the White House in the state is in and the whole of <laughs> the whole of DC Washington DC in complete and utter disarray and um, um, yeah the game play is exactly like the first game and um, uh, the different areas has it yeah what's it brought to the table because that's that's what everyone wants to know is yeah. it's a division sick game what's yeah. this brought this you know what sauce you brought what flavors you brought well, the to thing the is, table yeah, I wasn't too I'm not too concerned with the, the the added sauce it needed to bring because I found maybe because I undersold it beforehand I wasn't expecting it to be that fun mm. and it was actually a brilliant game even when um, the kind of the lifespan of the game had kind of like passed I was still I still found myself playing it because it has the the online um, f- um, uh, f- facility and you find yourself just going into campaigns adding your friends in and you have this teamwork effort where you, you, you yeah you feel like you're you're part of a real SWAT team but not from the, the first person perspective that you find in COD but like you can see um, your friends and the, the, the gadgets that you can use in in, in, um, in the engagement um, what Division 2 brings in is um, new gadgets so there's drones now yes yep yeah, so so you, you can disrupt airports for three days with your <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said the state is in. <laughs> is that, I love that. Exactly. That's the whole premise. Yeah. We what? were fine. Then there were drones. <laughs> That's it. That's why drones. Washington looks no bad. Drones crashing into the White House. <laughs> this is what happens with no tourism. <laughs> Our economy has died. Yeah. So basically, you've got more gadgets in there um, and essentially tougher. Uh, tougher campaigns you yeah. find yourself that there was there was a more of a um uh, the build-up was more subtle the increments in the areas so in the first game the difficulty level might be like one to four and it slowly build up slowly build up but quickly you're surrounded by areas which are um quote-unquote dark zone difficulty right. kind of thing and the dark zone in the first division was an area where every, everything was just irrationally hard like people were popping up out of nowhere in like like they were rolling like so solid shouts to Swiss who's who's on the show but this game they they, they had that area covered they were 20 20 man deep yeah Yeah. 21 seconds running around the corners that's their machine guns so um, (laughs) so this game um, is kind of got that difficulty uh, sooner a lot earlier on but the storyline is very great um, um, the level of realism, kind of you, 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 you really empathise with the characters. Okay. In the in the game, so we need to get our hands on that full version of the game. Then we yeah. need to review that. Yeah. All right, then. Look forward it's, it's to quite it. a lot in the beta version, to be fair. Right. So I found myself playing a whole campaign. 
and um, a few side missions as well. Okay, cool. You've been busy on that PlayStation, busy, boy. Busy, 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 busy. Uh, for me, uh, not gaming. I've been on some hardware, some camera stuff. So we actually got sent uh, the DJI Osmo Pocket, which okay. is this small device. It's a little handheld device. Literally, I'd say the size of a I was going to say a Mars bar but after the sugar tax they're slightly smaller <laughs> so uh, slightly bigger than a Mars bar in terms of what you hold in your hand with yeah. a little gimbal on the top DJI is that for disc jockey <laughs> the drone company you know <laughs> it's drones <laughs> back again I know <laughs> I know uh, so yeah disc, disc jockeys international um <laughs> Uh, so the Osmo is a brand, something that they've had which has been a gimbal like a handheld gimbal that you could use mm. the Osmo Pocket is obviously a smaller version of that mm-hmm. but this motherfucker packs a punch uh-huh. right so I'll give you some stats right it can shoot 4k at 60 frames a second so you can get 4k slow-mo in this little handhold device really? yep uh, and it does something pretty clever as well so it actually does it has a slow-mo setting mm-hmm. where it looks like you've got 120 frames a second so just to put this into that real realistic conversation things look four times slower than they are so okay. that's pretty cool slow-mo yeah, 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 little yeah. handheld device yeah. uh, press a couple of buttons on it and it does uh, selfie mode as well so it swings around mm. to do selfie mode it's really so really good for vlogging and such and it's got a little tiny touchscreen on it which is uh, I'd say it's like a couple couple centimetres by a couple centimetres mm-hmm. wide is that good if you're an ant exactly right so, so <laughs> good but you might want to get more access because yeah. it's so small you yeah. can actually plug it into your phone mm. and before I got it I was like how do I how does it how does it hold the phone onto it yeah. and I realised this thing's so small your iPhone holds it you just have a little um, adapter plug it into the side of your phone and your iPhone becomes the screen for the Osmo Okay, sick. so with an iPhone and an Osmo pocket mm-hmm. you've got a little one man vlogging kit where you can shoot high high end visuals and to test it properly yeah. we had a car a few weeks ago Toyota G86 yep. and we shot a video just using the the pocket and we've actually got a a review of the pocket a video of that as well the Osmo pocket so you can see those on the how to kill an hour website we'll put links in the show description to check those out so Sick. small device it holds its own charge uh you get a good hour or so out of it recording um takes you can put a uh, a, m- a massive memory card in it, like mm. 128 gigabyte uh, micro SD in it, and I think things like this, these are the kind of tools that are going to help people when they want to be mobile fil- film videographers and stuff like that. Oh yeah, most definitely. Because yeah. this thing can literally go in your pocket, and it's got all of these features which are forthcoming as well. Loads of um, uh, adapters. Uh, where I think I think they're going to have an adapter where you can plug a microphone into it because because it's so small, the mic on it doesn't sound amazing. But Marcus, what uh, is the price? Oh, you want the price, yeah? Um, well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, no, it's, I think it's. I think it. Right, give me a guess. How much do you think something like this should? I cost? mean, it depends. Well, who's the target market for this? Uh, is, am I super vlogger, or am I just entering into it? Well, it's got features like it's got a feature where you shoot. Set pieces and set movements. So it has a set movement on mm, it, right? Mm. So there's themes with music, right? Okay. And you shoot and it goes, right, you've got three seconds to shoot and the camera will pan, right? So you could be really? something. Yeah, so it does that. And then it edits it together to music. Excuse and me? And you can upload it straight to social media. Wow. So it's like, and it creates like a 15 second long video. So that's like a story length video, right? So th- features like that make me feel like 
it's designed for beginners plus I'd part with my cash got, though for that something that good it's good plus it's got pro settings yeah, yeah which means if you really wanted to get into like the aperture the the, the exposure the so, colour stuff so you can go deep what you described well. just then wasn't that a pro setting <laughs> that, well, sounds, that well, sounds pretty pro to me what's cool about that is it's, it's pro yeah. it like puts filters and stuff on it but it's very much one button touch so funk point at point the camera at the car for example mm. we do one with the car in a video yeah. point it at the car it does a nice pan you go to another bit of the car press go does a nice pan go to another bit of the car edits it together for you in the app and can instantly share it to social media wow so if I don't know how to edit that's yeah. edited it to the music okay but if I wanted to like get deep in the settings there's all mm. you can also do that as well via the touch screen too yeah uh, so go on, give us a guess how much you think it's uh, costing um, gosh I'd say I'd, 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 I'd expect in excess of six or seven for that at the moment it is just over 300 quid on Amazon.co.uk. Really? Mm-hmm. And that's for the unit by itself. But I would say I'd be very tempted to get the accessories. Now, this is obviously, you know, obviously gets more expensive. Uh, they've got accessories, which we actually got to use one. There's a wireless accessory, which you can perch it on. So you can put it somewhere and it can do a time lapse. That's it. does time lapses for you as well. Uh, you can have an accessory mount where you can screw it onto other kind of active content. You get a little jog wheel that you can put on it so you can get special access. Mm-hmm a waterproof case so you okay. can use it on the water okay. so stuff like that that's obviously going to add more to it as well oh, yeah. a boom pole as well so you can do selfies but I mean for just over 300 quid mm-hmm. you've got good quality visuals yeah. and, I, and I think the best way for us to, 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 to share that with you as an audience is, is click the link in the, in the show description watch the video you can see the quality of the video that we created yeah. it looks very very good I think I'm more sold by the interface and what it does because that's the main part of Filming the editing because yeah. that's 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 the the presentation part. So yeah, if man. this is kind of um, satisfying those those difficult moments yeah. in in presenting, then that's where you're yeah. Because you would have to buy obviously a program and yeah. the knowledge to yeah. learn that program. Fuck that, none of that needed. That's all consolidated it's, into yeah. So like you know when we went to um uh was it Brussels? Yeah, you know, we went to Brussels, right? You you and I, Bill, and we went and saw the, the Star, Star Wars, Wars drones. Yeah. We made a video which required editing, putting together, which is cool. We still do that, right? Yeah. But imagine we just wanted to make a quick social video showing the highlights of one of the drones. But you tell me, how much would that have shaved off the time using this piece of equipment? Well, in realistically, mm-hmm. if we had the drone there and we were savvy with it, mm-hmm. to do that feature, say everything was unplugged and in our bag, right? Yeah. I'm going to extremely drag this out way longer because I'm going to presume that we have everything ready anyway. Yeah. Five minutes to do that from shooting it from getting it out of the bag shooting it and getting it online mm. right because it's, it's a little t- 10 second video like yeah, 15 yeah, second video yeah. if I wanted to do that conventionally yeah I could you know I have a laptop with me I'd say it'd take another 10 minutes but if I wanted to make content if I wanted to be out at a day at an event and constantly share throughout the day yeah immediately there's yeah. no there's no quicker way than using yeah, something yeah, like the Osmo yeah. no way you could turn it around quickly. Yeah, yeah. you could use your mobile phone to get some shots yeah but yeah. in terms of the movement of the camera and the gimbal stabilisation you just can't get it and in the realms of the mobile phone world is there anything currently in terms of um, software and uh, picture quality which can compete with this so yeah, me, me yeah. So do you, do yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, there is. There's a couple of other things. I mean, and DJI have these as well. So, and there's other there's other brands that have these as well, where you can have a gimbal that you pop your phone onto. Yeah. So you put your phone on the handle, and it does everything for you. Yeah. That's that's available. Mm-hmm. That's there. And I suppose if you have got, for example, an iPhone with with 256 gigabytes on it, that's enough room for you to do 4K, 
get some slow mo in there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but it doesn't. But it doesn't put it, piece it all together though. It, it, it wouldn't. It wouldn't piece it all together. I mean, mm. I presume there's a software out there that do that. But for me, I like the fact that my phone might stay in my pocket yep. and have its charge yeah, <laughs> for the day, yeah, so I can true. use it for phone stuff. Yep. And I have this you know piece of kit that yep. I know's got a very good quality lens. Mm. I can do t- like time lapses with my phone that have movement in them because mm-hmm. it's got a gimbal on it, the pocket. Yeah. Uh, you can put it on the on on a surface, and, yeah. the, and the gimbal will move over time as it's doing a time lapse. So that's actually a hyperlapse. That's mm. a time lapse of movement. Nothing for phones at the moment. I think you can do that mm. with. So you know, yeah. Are there other options? Yes. Is there anything with that f- form factor that has that many features at the moment? No, DJI have managed to stay a, a, a ahead of the game. And I reluctantly gave that back very quickly after the shoot. <laughs> shout out to... That's a prize out your finger. Yeah, shout out to, to the guys from DJI because I was like, we you know, we met up with them and we, I was like, yo, I need one, man. <laughs> like, let's have a go. When you sent um, it back in the post, you arrived with it in your hand like, and I had to... <laughs> Prize out your fingers from the post from office. Were like, are you sure you want to deliver this? I was like, I, I don't know. You know, they just package you up. It's got batteries in it. Is that can, can it go? Can it stay? Yeah. Um, but yeah, for us, I think that's going to be something that moving forward, something like that would be very useful for us. The fact that I could say, "Funk, here's the pocket. Mm. I know you're going to get quality visuals. Yeah. I know you can upload stuff." It's great for like kind of quick turnarounds for content as well, and you can use it to edit together. Videos. I see why I, stop, I, I say why I stop there. Why, I, I can't see them um, not venturing into the world of film and making films out of this. Could they not? Well, I think the quality, right? Yeah, on that form factor is good, right? Mm-hmm. And they're adding more software features into it where you get film-like color profiles. Yeah, so the colors look really filmic. The, or they're the really grade flat. Yeah, yeah, the grade looks really flat, so you can pull colors. Could you shoot the next Marvel film on it? No, mm-hmm. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. But for its size, pound for pound, I don't think anything's punching like it mm-hmm. visually. But yes, that's the Osmo. I've given it a really big sell, haven't I? Like, yeah, and we have yeah. not been paid for this. I'll oh. tell you this yet. Yeah. We didn't even get the Osmo <laughs> for that long. Yeah, me. I went the Osmo pocket for a little while. Didn't it? Um, but anyway, so that's how we've been killing time this week. But um, uh, we were joined by Swiss, weren't we, Funk? So yeah. um, you, you you, and Swiss did some work together. And obviously the first thing we asked him when he hopped in the studio uh, was how he's been killing time recently. So um, I've created this brilliant track with Funk Butcher called Swipe Delete. And um, it's a powerful message with a fun overtone. So um, I'll let Funk kind of explain a little bit of how we came about. Yeah, I think that's it in a nutshell. So literally it was a case of... Um, uh, Swiss took a little bit of a social media break at the time and I posted up uh, one of my old tracks from my catalogue of track which features keys called Club Culture True. Sound Houseology mm. and it kind of had the dynamic of uh, a vocalist uh, uh, a lyricist a rapper being themselves in, in, in their style and just with my backdrop on it with a house energy backdrop on it and that really connected with with Swiss and yeah, yeah, and yeah I think I heard it on Instagram or yeah. Twitter, one of them and I was like bro send this to me this sounds sick yeah and then after such time I was taking a social media break yeah I tweeted that out I'm having a break and then <laughs> Funk just jumped to my DMs like because I saw that it was like it was just like oh my yeah, god yeah, I've yeah. got to get he's in there like, quickly yeah. he's like bro before you leave um, leave me your email or number or something yeah and I was like right, cool here it is and I was like I'm gone it's mad how it's like you're leaving the planet isn't it? Yeah, when you yeah, come yeah. on social media it's like you're <laughs> leaving the face of the planet yeah yeah, that's how it is sometimes because yeah. if you don't really have that connection with someone outside of social media it's like, oh my gosh they've literally yeah. just, just connect? disappeared yeah. off yeah. the face yeah. of the earth yeah. kind of thing that's, that's, it's, it's a weird concept when someone yeah. is missing but they're not missing they're just They've just gone off social media. It's weird. I've yeah. done a break before and, and made the mistake of not telling anyone. Mm. Like I just went on holiday. My, my policy on holiday yeah. is 
I don't, I don't, I yeah. don't care, don't what, I don't care what pictures you want. Yeah, you can take pictures, but I'm not on the gram. Mm. I might look at stuff. Mm. I'm not posting. Mm. I'm having a drink and mm. chilling. That's and then subsequently, you see your face on the side of milk cartons. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen this? <laughs> <laughs> Came back to the group, <laughs> bro. We're worried about yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. True, you know? I was like, oh no, my God. <laughs> but then I thought, nobody called me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. pick up the phone, but yeah. people just don't. Yeah. You know, yeah. like Where have you been? Are you okay? Are you okay? Your family was like, bro, like I'm still alive. I'm good. Haven't you seen the hashtag? Hashtag where's Bronzy? <laughs> but um, yeah, sorry. So you you, you sent a single to, to yeah, Swiss or to me, so yeah. and then um, on my break. And while I was on my break, you know, you tend to jump in your phone, listen to because I got a few records that I'm working on as well. So I was listening through, and I was like, oh yes, yeah, I think Funk sent me. Blah, 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 boom, put it on, and all of a sudden, I was like, yeah, you know what? The concept just came to me yeah, out of the blue yeah, because yeah. obviously I'm driving. I parked up before I actually turned the music on, so I wasn't being illegal or anything. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. And it was on a playlist yeah. going, and then Funk Tune came on, yeah. listening to it, and I put it on repeat. And as I put it on repeat, <laughs> <laughs> lyrics were coming to me, and like Jay-Z, I memorised the lyrics, so I basically wrote two that's, verses that's in the cra- chorus. That's crazy. You seriously you wrote in your head? No, I didn't. Oh, okay, no. I was going to say, wow. <laughs> I wrote two verses, <laughs> wrote two verses, two verses in the chorus, yeah, you know, after such time, the concert came to me, two verses and a chorus. Yeah, and it was just the vibe was like, damn. And then obviously, it's about social media, it's about selfies, it's about selfie culture, which um, I didn't intend to happen. As I said, it just came to me. So um, I text Funk, you know, and I was like, bro, you know, what? I've got eighty percent of this track done. Yeah, you know, yeah. you need to book studio. And I was like, what? Yeah, and like, shot, huh? like what? Yeah, I'm like yeah, eighty percent of the song's done. So um, I booked studio. Yeah, and then just pulled everyone together. I got a friend of mine. That um, has always been bugging me Like Swiss When you go studio Please bring me Get me on the song <laughs> uh, My girl Kensima Brought her down To do the little Girl parts in between My, my lyrics You know funks. It's always good to have The people that are Invested in the song From the beginning To be there Actually when you're recording Nowadays With the advent of the internet You can send files All across the yeah, world And yeah, wherever yeah. And people are making songs Without that chemistry mm. So Nowadays I just like to have The person there So I made sure that Funk was there. I could have just done it and been like, you know what, Funk, I'm going to do the song. Then yeah, I'll send it so to you. Do, yeah. I was like, no, come studio. Yeah. Brought Kent Samar. She brought a friend. Sky's there. Yeah. He's of our age group. So yeah. it was just a good energy in the yeah. studio. And we was all able to kind of contribute with little exactly. advice and little... Yeah. yeah. Even um, my, my, um, Kent Samar's friend, that has nothing to do with anything, she was putting in advice like, yeah, that's yeah, sounds she got good. On her she feet. jumped in the yeah, booth with Kent like, Samar <laughs> just to give her a bit of confidence. Yeah. Like it was just a group effort, a really nice vibe in there. Mm-hmm. By the end of it, I think there was a twinkle in all of our eyes like, you know what, this sounds sick. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah, man, just a very organic, natural kind of... Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Was it one of those ones when you listen to it the next day, it still sounded well, amazing. I couldn't stop playing it. Yeah, I couldn't yeah, stop yeah, playing it, yeah, man. Yeah. Over and over again. Yeah. I'll probably text you like bare time. Like, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I can't stop. Yeah, playing. I remember Funk actually did send me a snippet. I was walking. Mm. I remember where I was walking down the canal, and I was. Yeah. He says, Let me just send you something. And he yeah. sent it to yeah. me. I was like, shit. That's yeah. how you know when yeah. you're excited yeah. about yeah. something. Yeah. Like, you can't yeah. wait to. Yeah. You know, and obviously yeah. at that stage, it's completely unmixed, unmastered, yeah. and mm. what we're still vibing to was just like, yeah, it's just a raw bounce kind of thing. Yeah. And I made sure the quality control was good as well, man. So we made sure that we, you know visited a good engineer to, yep. to, to kind of mix it down mm-hmm. and, you know, got the mastering, you know, to a certain level and, you know, everything, everything, you know, we took care of yeah, the yeah, song, man. Yeah, yeah. Made sure that at all levels it was, it was you know, the quality was there. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think it's been a, a, a real interesting journey from an independent perspective of how far mm. we've taken a, le- a record from natural inception as well. Like the, the, the way we've come together right up until... 
this space of national radio play and the support it's had. So even in the space where a lot of people might feel like, does music of that ilk, does it still get that that that, that support? That support? Does it that in this day and age? Mm-hmm. Do I need hundreds of thousands of dollars and flashy video and 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 and, and, pounds. and, and <clears throat> yeah exactly <laughs> um, but no it seems like there are still spaces thankfully where and we want to thank all the djs that have been supporting the record all the djs that have been supporting all the and i feel like you've had like you said the independent release every station that's big's been playing it, yeah man. Kiss I feel 100 like, yeah. one extra radio one yeah. yeah in fact if you're not rinse, playing it you're rinse. not a big station so sort your life out yeah everyone man everyone yeah, the support's yeah. been immense bro like it's over exceeded our expectations yeah. and, and it literally has only been out for the past three weeks three weeks exactly yeah. so this is a, a Swiss and Funk Butcher collaboration mm-hmm. both of you are good at making things that sound great at the bass level right but there's always a deeper meaning so yes. th- let's talk about the deeper yeah, meaning yeah, of this yeah, song yeah, yeah. right <clears throat> so yeah Swipe Delete is basically about pointing towards selfie culture and how much it can become um, an imbalance in your life because you're always trying to present your perfect self do you understand mm. so um, we're not always perfect mm-hmm. we wake up we yawn we fart we we do all these human things that I'm not saying you got to fart on social media but what I'm trying to say is <laughs> that you're, you're, not, you're not presenting the other side of yourself yeah. where to where people can see uh, a very sober version of reality it's very mm-hmm. extreme you know you got the girls on Insta they know how to do the angles with the phone they put one foot, I've, I've, I know all the girls' tricks now, they put one foot in the front of the other to make the bum look big on this cheek. The other one's over there. You meet them, the bum's not really like that. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you get, you get, these things happen. Do you know what I'm saying? So, the disappointment. Yeah. Um, Decepticons. Contouring culture, which yeah. comes from the trans, transgender culture and the um, drag the drag culture where yeah. women are Using the makeup to, to, yeah, use yeah, their to, makeup to accentuate certain features mm. and that. You just get normal girls doing that now. So we're going towards an extreme in society via the um, advent of selfie culture, whereby people are just presenting a very skewed version of reality. And, you know, our um, the the artwork of our single pays homage to that. Yeah. Whereby I, I'll let you explain the, the kind of... Yeah, and I think the artwork is, is, is testament to the level of care that we put in to the whole product, not just on the sonic, sonic level, but also in the first... Um, space in which you you you, you have um, um, interaction with the record, which is the artwork. And what we did is we took an image of what we perceive to be a conventionally aesthetically uh, what you would class maybe as an Insta model, and we juxtapose it with a woman who looks very tired, stressed, fed up, kind of thing. I think she's in the dressing gown, and we gave her with the the kind of the Instagram counter. We gave her more likes, more more um, uh, engagement than the one who should where we we led to believe should do Mm. and what we've done is just subverted the image of uh, or the concept that how you present yourself your natural self how you feel if you feel rubbish you feel rubbish but that should be the the self which you should be able to present to the wider Mm. audience so um shouts to my my creative director at house of the genome ray she put that together and um yeah and we've kind of done it in a like a in a in a recognizable style as well in 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 like we've paid homage to that kind of the graffiti style that Banksy uses kind yeah. of thing. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now that you mess- said yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's that. very yeah. Banksy like. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we've used <clears throat> someone who in in the in the realms of the art world he is a conversationist as well so we've we've kind of we've we've really thought about it on mm. every micro level and it's it's been quite refreshing 
working with uh, 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 an artist in in an actual sense. An artist thinks about the art rather than just putting words on there or putting sounds on on a on a on a, on a program or MPC or whatever. But thinking about what conversation is going to occur from this from being this, put out yeah. there, mm-hmm. and so. We even have the conversation about the hierarchy of levels you can go to yeah. with how you, we present this yeah. conversation yeah. to the public. You yeah. understand? On yeah. one level, we could just talk about selfies. On another level, you could talk about the presentation of self. Mm-hmm. On another level, you can talk about the pathological um, results that come from you know that type of culture. Yeah. Which, you know, formal fear of missing out. Yeah. yeah. Um, narcissism. Yeah. You know, there's so many different things that can that can pathologies that can come from. Um, the extreme side of selfie culture and um, psychologists rooms are being filled up more and more psychotherapists from the fact that people are you know creating people are suffering from ailments that come from that culture do you get what I'm saying that's what concerns me the most yeah Yeah. that concerns me the most and I feel bodies dysmorphic disorder you know yeah, what I'm yeah, all stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm yeah. I mean, there's some, there are some things that have been positive. I've got to say. So, I've there's been a trend in 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 healthier eating and more gym mm-hmm. because there's more of that going on online. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you said like you said, body dysmorphia, yep. eating, you know, eating disorders and stuff like mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. all because people are kind of chasing this this impossible mm-hmm. visual. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Or this mm-hmm. or this look that only a few can really pull off. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like augmenting their bodies, yeah, like yeah. putting stuff in your face yeah. or your yes, body, yeah. Just, body yeah. so you look good on camera, yeah. even if it might not look that good in real life. Yeah, exactly. And Very I think interesting. it's um, uh, again uh, alluding to what Swiss was talking about. It's the levels of the record. So on a surface level, it's just a great so fun, yeah. fun, it's record. A fun record. Yeah. It's, it's got a wicked beat behind it. It's a great catchy hook. But the conversation which starts beyond it, and one of the words that um, the the phrase in that um, Swiss told me when he first um, thought of the concept was cognitive dissonance. Mm. And we sat. Like, I remember we was talking. We was talking in the car. I was in my car. I just parked up from football, and he was talking to me about the dissonance in the sense of we're behaving in ways but we're not really aware of and that's the I guess in some ways the frightening aspect of social media that you approach someone in the street and they don't even know that they have fallen foul of the the social media etiquette but it wasn't taught it they've just somehow had an awareness of the correct selfie to take the correct selfie to post the correct Mm. tweet to post it's almost like someone has gone around us individually and given a social PR training. Social script, yeah. Yeah, mm. like, exactly, social script, as to, y- you know what you, there's a list of subject matters that you can t- talk about that's happened in your life. What one would you post? And you know instinctively what stuff to talk about and what stuff is a bit uncouth kind of thing. So that's interesting. Like social engineering. Yeah. Some of the bigger platforms in music, they won't post your stuff unless it feeds into there's basic narrative yeah, that yeah, do you understand yeah, yeah. As I've seen certain platforms yeah. all they post is either f- a bit about football they're either busting jokes or it's trap songs yeah. do you know what I'm saying yeah. Yeah. so that's it's, it's almost like that's all <laughs> yeah. they represent yeah. do you know what I'm saying where yeah. it's like come on bro man like yeah. start expanding yeah. people's minds sometimes yeah. you can be the one to expand the public's mind you don't have to always conform to what you think they want yeah. kind of thing do you know what I'm saying so, and you've um, also done that a bit as well with uh, a game de- that you developed as well, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So you've developed an app, right? Yeah, yeah, called Netherlands. So um, me, Ashley Waters, Darren, and Miguel. Um, Miguel's a graphic designer. Darren is a coder. Um, I myself do the music producing, and Ashley is a story writer and actor. 
So most games have a story. You know, Mario, someone steals his princess and he has to get the, get it. Bowser steals his princess and he yeah. has to get it. You know, I'm a bit old school. So I'll go back to yeah, I'm, I'm a bit old school. So I play the old games. But, um, Mario you know, every, every, one. <laughs> Super Mario. It was just called, it was just called Mario. That's yeah, that's it. <laughs> that is one of the fundamental principles of gaming. You yeah. have to have a story. You yeah. have to have some, something that causes the player to want to to have a goal yeah, you know, yeah and usually yeah, a story does yeah, that for them yeah so um within our game the story is that um there's a place called Nadaland, there's a king called mr stay fly and there's an enemy called um what's the enemy's name there's an enemy so anyway you go through about five levels of um collecting eggs because the enemies have basically stolen these eggs off a species of owls and um the, the owls are becoming extinct and and that Extinction will um, throw off the balance of the ecology of Nadaland. Right. So this king has to make sure he collects his eggs mm. to balance the ecology of mm. Nadaland. So there's even a deeper message in that. So um, yeah, so the game takes you through various stages. The um, demo is out right now. The first level is out right now on um, the Play Store and the equivalent, which is um, you know whatever whatever iPhones <laughs> that doing. Salty. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah it's on It's yeah. on. let's say it's on all gaming platforms mobile gaming platforms mm. so if you type in Nadaland N-A-D-A land mm. um, you'll be able to get it download it for free and play the first level there's another four to five levels coming out it's a dope game man it's like basically um, Flappy Bird on drugs so you yeah. can shoot from your mouth the main player can shoot from his mouth and he's got all sorts of different um um bullets that he can shoot he's got bombs and he's got normal laser bullets okay. it's a very fun aesthetic, aesthetically pleasing game mm. to the it eye. looks good like yeah, it looks, yeah. Very, yeah. Very, very, looks good, very yeah. looks very well put together mm-hmm. yeah. so when you and there's no diss to Flappy Bird I don't even know if they're out in, anymore but Flappy Bird was quite pixelated it's yeah. very yeah. clean very clean very mm-hmm. clean you know what I'm saying it's taken yeah. us a year to basically over a year now to, yeah. to put this game together and that's because we don't want to put out a product even though it's our first game and the demos as I said the first level's out we don't want to put out a product that's substandard mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like we've really got some good quality people that have invested into this game that have got um, really good skills and we want that to reflect within the game okay. so yeah so it will be out hopefully by May okay but we can get the demo but now we'll can get the, the link demo in now. the show description yes, Thank you very um, much. To, to the Google store and, uh, yeah, equivalent. and the equivalent so, <laughs> you're you Android then yeah, Android no, I'm an Android guy yeah I mean but the phone I've got now is a Huawei it begin, the word begins with a H, but it's most Huawei, people it's Huawei. Think Huawei that's, yeah. It is Huawei. That's most right. people say Huawei or we nah, talking about, bro. I've had a few arguments with people. It's like, Huawei. Like, no, it's Huawei. Huawei. Yeah. Like, it's Huawei. Yeah. So, yeah, I got the Huawei phone. Before that, I had the Google Pixel. And before that, I had the. What phone did I have? Was it it's another Android phone? Nokia. 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 No, it's, yeah, from 3210. N95. The banana phone. Yeah, so, yeah, I've always been an Android guy. I'm not really an iPhone guy, you know. Why is that? Uh, I just think well, at the time my argument was iPhone's too restrictive so you could only download certain apps that mm. they allowed you to yeah, yeah, yeah. whereas Google Play is a lot more expensive do you know what I'm saying Yeah. and then on top of that I don't know they just have like, funny little ways of how they lock you within their system do you know mm. what I'm saying I'm like mm. I'm not a person that likes to be imprisoned so, I, I okay. need to be free you, you, get me? you like to feel free because yeah. I think 
with any tech company, the, the, the best thing for them to do is to build an ecosystem mm-hmm. so yes. that you're, you know, you've got the TV, the laptop, mm-hmm. the fridge, mm-hmm. the washing machine yeah. and mm-hmm. the phone so they mm-hmm. all talks better. Yeah. So I think that's, we spoke about this a few times yeah, on the show, yeah, we yeah. think that like that is like nowadays when, you, when you're a tech company, that's got to be your aim. Your aim can't be to sell one product. It has yeah, to be no, 100%. Sell the whole family 100%. of products. And I get it. Okay. As a consumer, I have choice. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can, I can go to whichever one suits okay. me. Do you know All right. All right. Yeah. But uh, the Huawei at the moment, you're feeding the camera. I'm feeding you must the Huawei. Right. The Huawei, the camera is really good on that phone. Which model is it? Um, it's the Pro, the Pro, the Pro it, twenty. All right, I think P- it's called P20 yeah, the P twenty, yeah, P twenty yeah. Pro. Yeah. So that phone's really good. Um, it uses the Android system, and um, I think that company, um, in the past, has worked with other phone companies to develop them to a certain level as well. Mm. So it's one of those phone companies that know what they're doing. Hence the reason why they've made a really good phone, three cameras on the back, and the photos come out really good. Yeah, yeah they have yeah. got budget as well. Really? Yeah. Is, it, is it Japanese? Is it yeah, Japanese, Chinese, 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 Chinese government okay. funded, but we won't get into really? the politics. Yeah, 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 there's a lot. There's really? A lot. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot around that. Chinese government bit, money. Wow. They do feel a bit Apple-esque, a okay. little bit like yeah. in terms of. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? As you say, most companies are like that now because yeah. in the yeah, tech world, you want it to be all inclusive to your own company. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting. interesting. Very, very interesting. But they have got, like, there's an advert I saw today. It was like an Insta advert. And they got the AI in the phone. So yeah. they used the power of the phone to yeah. complete an unfinished orchestral production. So the really? phone worked out. There was like a, a famous piece of, of, of music that wasn't complete. Yeah. Mm. They got the tech in the phone to work out how the rest of it would sound. Like, wrote the music and got an orchestra to play it. That's crazy. I, all I was thinking I saw that was wow that's a lot of fucking budget you got to do that you know, for an to, to promote a phone so. that's why I had the Galaxy before. oh yeah the Galaxy yeah, so right Samsung which okay. is also Android right. and then I heard the new um, Galaxy 10 is it yeah yeah probably 10 not X that's iPhone isn't it yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> no the Galaxy no the Galaxy that's um, that's um, someone told me this is the Roadman version so basically someone said um, you can a woman can see her baby as, as a scan <laughs> what? She can actually scan, scan. You know, it's got ultrasound on a it. Phone yeah, a phone that's got ultrasound. Yeah, got ultrasound. <laughs> I looked into it myself, but I thought, okay. Your friend hit the blood yeah, before yeah. he told and you that. Also, <laughs> come on, friend. your friend hit the blood. That's what I said. That was your friend. Come on, That's what I said. This is the roadmap version because that's a when he said that, combo, I thought, no, yeah. like, he threw yeah, yeah. that was the last thing he said. So he threw a, a few other things in there that kind of sold it to me. He was like, yeah, you can charge another person's phone from it. You can, I've seen yeah. that. That's the yeah, And then he, yeah. was, he said something else because I was explaining yeah. my phone, the Huawei, all this kind of thing. He's like, okay, yeah, I've seen the new Samsung. So you can charge someone's phone from it. It does some other incredible things. Plus, it's got ultrasound in it where you can. <laughs> I was like, you're trying to get me to buy this phone in it kind of thing. And there was another person like, no, Excellent. for real, it can do that. I was like, okay. Uh, I haven't looked into it still, but, you know. Okay. Kudos to them if they, if they you know. We need to go and investigate that, man. Ultrasound yeah, man. phones. That's a new thing. But phone to phone charging, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's yeah. dope. That's yeah. going to cause arguments because yeah. if somebody starts <laughs> connecting to my phone, I'm not giving them permission and yeah. they just start trying to take my last 20% of yeah, value. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think trouble. it locks off at a certain, when it gets to like 25%, it will just stop charging the other person's phone. So, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. a good look, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah, much better than Apple. (laughs) (laughs) This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. All right, uh, you've also got some um, other music coming up as well, right? You've got a single yes, on the way. Yeah, which I've just, just pushed out, which is getting a lot of love. So basically, it's a, um, I reproduced a version of Stand By Me, a UK version. I've got Oggy. He's the um, artist that sings um, Follow Me, but he done the updated version on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got Spoonie on there playing the trombone, legendary Spoonie from the Deep Dream team. <laughs> legend. 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 Garage legend. Do you understand? Spoonie. Way before Russ. Before So Solid. So Solid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't know the history, but... Man like Spoonie, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man like Spoonie and the, the elders in our yeah. garage scene. Do you understand? Yeah. The ones that built the foundation. So I've got Spoonie in there. And um, I also got the grand violinist to play the violin on the middle eight, the bridge. As you know, there's a string section in the original of yeah. um, Stand By Me, written by Ben E. King. Yeah. And um, I also got, who else did I get? A saxophonist called Luke Pinkstone. Uh-huh. So I made it very musical to pay homage to the era that it comes from. Mm-hmm. Soulful voice of Oggy to maintain that area as well. But I gave it an edge by putting a garage back in track underneath it yeah. you know what I'm saying so it appeals to the young audience or the current sound that's now mm-hmm. okay so it's a dope song if I may say myself man not okay. just because of the song itself but because of who I've brought together on it and also for the time that it's come out in I think it's such a strong message for the time that we're in you know with the, with the advent of Brexit and so many different ethnicities or cultures that are opposing each other in this climate I mm-hmm. think it's a song that could possibly bring the country together emotionally spiritually and just on a downright musical basis you mm-hmm. understand because music has that it has that um appeal to where you don't have time to think about who's next to you what yeah. race they are whatever yeah. you're all just raving together yeah, i'm not saying this is the only song that does that there's many songs that do that but i think particularly the the group of people that are brought together on this the time that that's that it's come out in and um universal alignment i just think is perfect for for the current climate you've always been someone to embrace to embrace that conversation though I feel yeah. like this isn't the first time Swiss has had a conversation yeah, very true. about stuff like this no. so I feel like I'd swipe delete it was a conscious song I feel like everything you do there's a message there's in a it. message in it yeah, yeah. I noticed that yeah. myself I yeah. didn't notice that before but you had fun is this gonna be one which is also you know you can rate and have fun with but there's also if you listen again like you said Funk mm-hmm. enjoy it on the surface level but mm-hmm. then when you listen again yeah. and listen again you get Definitely. more and more out of it it's one of those ones 100% and yeah. even go back to the original once you hear this go back to the original and listen to it and 
look into how how and why he wrote that song because also it came from the title of the song came from a song called Stand By Me Father that was um, performed and written by well performed and written by Sam Cooke but there's another guy misses, his name misses me at the moment but I did send, say it in a previous interview on my, tw- on my Instagram if you want to go and my Twitter if you want to go on my Twitter Instagram you'll hear it uh, his name misses me but yeah it was written by Sam Cooke so there's levels of the the strata of how this whole thing connects together. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I took into consideration that foundation, you know, as I was developing and making the song to make sure that I'm going into it for and with the right reasons. Do you know okay. what I'm saying? Was this another one that you wrote like while you were on the A40 or the A406? Yeah, no, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't produce it while I was driving, but I basically only produced the song. Obviously okay. the lyrics and whatever was already there. So that was Oggy's contribution, which mm-hmm. he done brilliantly. Right. But I just produced the song and brought everyone together. And most people think when you're a producer, you have to play everything. And no. no. Producing mean I had the vision and I brought everyone together. Yeah, you orchestrated it. You yeah. orchestrated it, yeah. you understand? But DJ not Khaled did, did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I actually played. I do play. Yeah, I yeah, do play. Yeah. So actually, Because you got the videos on social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So And I, I didn't know you played keys. Yeah, well. and I actually... Yeah. Um, I actually recorded myself adding the chords as well, okay. which I haven't put out yet, but in, in, at home, I recorded myself playing the chords in where the chorus comes in. But um, so, yeah, I, I played in the um, the melody of the bass line and created the percussive sounds around it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I got all the instruments, players to come in and do their thing. And even though Spoonie's not a professional trombonist, mm-hmm. I brought him in, obviously, because I wanted to work with Spoonie. Because back in the day, people might not know, um, Tess is oldest and all. I'm a DJ, but I heat up mics when I flow. I had a I had a lyric about Dream Team. Dream Team can't stop this. Da, da, da. Do you get what I'm saying? So yeah. we was kind of angry with Dream Team back in the day because we felt like they were kind of stopping us as young men mm-hmm. from coming into the garage scene and evolving and doing our thing and putting our little spin on it. Do you get what I'm saying? And um, I just kind of wanted to put that to an end by working with Spoonie, symbolically by working with Spoonie now yeah. on this song. And kind of just bringing everything together. How does it feel now, looking back at that environment when you felt that Dream Team were kind of holding you back? How, as an older now, yeah, do you, do I can you look see, at it from I a different angle? Do you understand? Relate, I can understand and relate because naturally, when you are part of a scene that you create, your when you're part of a scene that you create, your natural thing is to protect it. Okay, do you understand? Yeah. So it's your baby. It's your baby. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So I understand that's just human nature. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You could you could apply that to so many different things in life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I understand and I look at a lot of life like that. It's human nature. I yeah. don't get upset at a lot of things, bro. Yeah. I just put it down to human nature. Because mm-hmm. I'm a much more of a deeper thinker now and I look below the surface. So sometimes people have, you know, various extremities of, of emotions that don't necessarily come from them consciously. It's just a knee jerk response. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. So that's how I look at it. But um if you're acting like that now still, because I still, still I do still see sour faces sometimes or <laughs> that energy that's still there from back in the day. And I'm like, yeah. come on, man, that yeah. happened back then. Like, yeah. let's have a conversation. Like, what's up, bro? Talk yeah. to me. Do you understand? Is, do you, is, still, do is, you still have a problem with Soul Solid? Like, do, what is it? Do you see that as negative energy or do you see that as just them with, uh, an, an, uh, what's it called? Like, just too much competitiveness within their, their yeah, human nature. So, very true. Yeah. So, because when we came in, a lot of people came in with, you know, one or two people in their crew. Yeah. But we actually brought the crew element yeah. to Garage. Yeah. Where you have five five different men on one song. 
which you will well, leave for B will tell you yeah. power came yeah. from that yeah. idea. Yeah. Do you understand? More fired three <clears> guys. Yeah. This one had whatever, and yeah. then you had pay as you go. Yep. Roll deep. Do you understand? Yeah. So yeah. we kind of brought that crew element to the garage yeah. scene, and that template got replicated. But nobody, I've said this on mm. a conversation for you. Nobody mm. did it quite like you yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, quite and, like us. Yeah. And there's been a lot of conversations, and some conversations, unfortunately, where you've been missed out of because, yeah, very true, yeah. but as a as as a course of revisionist history, mm. some people will place themselves in certain positions mm-hmm. to facilitate mm-hmm. their own uh, uh, narrative, mu- narrative, and musical legacy. Yeah. Now, if you represented a space in music where you were the top dogs in terms of how you represent yourself sonically what you were coming with it was unlike anything that had visually visually unlike anything we'd had in the UK at the time Mm. then I guess years onwards people will still have that perspective of you because you're the 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 the, the focus that they need to 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 kind of like up up seat from the Mm. the throne Mm. so Mm. I guess sometimes that energy that that negative energy can be misconstrued as competitiveness because you still represent the the benchmark mm, of of, yeah. of of what we've we conceive as good organic mm, um, yeah, music from the, yeah, from the underground yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. with strong foundation though, exactly yes. everybody built yes. one afterwards everything yes. everything since that that generation so to speak has been orchestrated from people what? pulling in like bits and pieces and and building it together there hasn't been anything really 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 organic Organic in a a long time yeah very true very true um, was there a question in there? No, there wasn't. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I just yeah. I'm thinking, what do I add to that? You kind of said everything. You say hell yes, yes, hell, hell yes. yes. Amen. You get me. Amen. Amen. So yeah, all right. So Dream Team and you, yeah, uh, so, yeah. you're cool now. Yeah, yeah we're yeah, cool yeah, now. Right. Dream Team. You know, I haven't spoken to Timmy Magic or Mikey B, but um, if I yeah, no, actually, I won't do it now. When I see them in person, and I got a conversation to have with Spoonie as well um, that I didn't have when I saw him in person when we created the track. But um, yeah, man, it's a beautiful thing, you know. Um, you can always reconcile things basically mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so there's a lot of youngers that might have problems with olders or olders with youngers now or even beasts between you know people of the same generation mm-hmm. that you might not think that you can reconcile yeah. in the future yeah. it can happen do you of understand course, because at course. the time it was very tense word was there was a list at carnival on the garage stage and there was a list of songs that were not to be played Bound for the Reload was one of them um, Don't Smoke the Reefer was one of them and there were meetings that were had later on throughout the years where some of the elders of our of our industry, garage industry, would come together and kind of create strategies where they would keep us out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or say, how do we regulate this? And obviously I can understand as well because a lot of what the press were, the narrative that the press were creating out of some of the violent situations that were happening at mm-hmm. raves, mm-hmm. do you understand? It was easy to point the finger yeah, and it's like, yeah. like, what's happening to Garage? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I can also understand that. Do you understand? Yeah, I've yeah. become very understanding over the mm-hmm. years. But um, at the same time, all it takes is a conversation, a bit of guidance. Do you yeah. understand? We were just young people that were doing what we were doing, having fun and doing what we were doing. It's not to say that we wouldn't listen to Creed, Spoonie, throw out any name Jason K or if they came to us and just well Jason K was quite cool we booked him for a lot of our raids and whatever but I'd, I never had a personal conversation with him but you know he was conversating with Mr. C Mega the promoters but um, it's not to say that a conversation can't change things Yeah, and this is something that I've kind of had to pull myself up and, and, and try and implement now as an older person because it's easy to fall into a narrative in your own mind where oh, look what the young people's doing and da, da, da. do you know what I'm saying yeah. like, even I've done it yeah. you understand mm-hmm. Through what everything so solid has been through, I've even turned around and done it. Do you understand? So 
You know, sometimes we just got to be a bit more self-aware and try and find the best way of how to resolve something. And it's definitely not to look at young people and just point the finger. Have a conversation with yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. I mm-hmm. think you people forget that a conversation should be the first point of call. Sometimes. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. a lot can be resolved that way. Definitely, definitely. Because I, I look at Spoonie, I call him Uncle Spoonie. Do you understand? Because mm-hmm. he's from that generation where he just reminds me of my uncle. Yeah, you yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He listens to the same type of music. <laughs> you see Spoonie yeah, on, yeah, on yeah, Instagram, yeah, he's yeah, in his car yeah, yeah. and he's singing away. Do you yeah, understand? Yeah. It's that generation. So he's Uncle Spoonie to me. I've got that respect for him. Do you understand? And for... Most of them that are of that generation, you know what I'm saying? So sometimes all it takes is a conversation. And Spoonie actually came out because we are collaborating with him on his garage um, orchestra um, event that he does. And he, he got, you know, Soul Solid to come and perform 21 Seconds. And he actually came out and said, you know what? When these guys first came, da 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 whatever mm-hmm. have you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, looking back, we loved what these guys done to the game. They done this, they done that. And I just had to tweet him or something. I DM'd him and just said, you know what, bro? Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I went at the event. Lisa, Romeo, Omega, all them lot were there. So it was nice for him to present himself in that way <clears throat> publicly to his audience, his demographic, and actually give us the props. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. Yeah, and uh, and that's completely how Spoonie is. I've had uh, so many instances, and, and, and I've got a long-standing relationship with Spoonie as well. And he is like, he is one of... The, the few people who can look introspective and, and have a 360 um, glance at what is happening and engage in conversation and dialogue to resolve an issue. So, I mean, this isn't something which is which was, um, motivated for any other reasons other than just bringing everyone together and, and creating a harmony which mm. is what which is what is needed in music. Yes, yes, so, and that's what I've done with the song. You exactly, know? grime violinist. She yeah. represents the grime generation, the younger generation. We're kind of in between, you know, the balance between garage and grime, mm-hmm. and then Spoonie's very like traditional mm-hmm. garage, mm-hmm. and then you have Oggy, which brings a soulful element. Yeah. You know, as I said, the updated version of Follow Me, which mini- Ministry of Sound log as the first garage song. It might not be. Is that what they log as the first ever yeah. Gary song? It's, it's, well, it's, not, the fr- it's not the that. first Gary song. <laughs> that's a bit sus. I mean, they're no, trying no. it there, bro. <laughs> really? <laughs> I ministry, sort yourself out. I don't, oh, know, I, don't, don't, I, don't, I don't know who was tweeting why at the would time. You start that? I don't know who was tweeting at the time, but. That sounds like a no, fun butcher to you, you know man. What? <laughs> <laughs> you know what he tweets sometimes? Sorry, yeah. I forgot. I think he sits there and he looks at the end of it and he goes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And you know what? Yeah, I'll blow my finger before I press <laughs> but, um, Ignition <laughs> But um, they look at the first garage tune And I don't know who's tweeting at the time But you know Whatever But it's symbolically It's one of those songs that You kind of hear And you do It definitely signifies One of the foundational Message based garage tunes That yeah. represent that feel good Kind of yeah, thing You know what yeah, I'm saying So yeah. as I said Oggy does the ob- updated version of that So he brings that element to it And then the saxophonist Kind of brings that You know Musical Traditional Thing that elders can hear the song and be like, "Yeah, man, some good music." That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? mm. the saxophone, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you know, there's these little intricacies in there yeah. that help to bind you know everyone together. Yeah, and that's what the song represents. Mm. You understand? And the message just brings it all together. Stand by me, you know. Okay. Yeah. So well, thank you. I look forward to that. And yeah. and and where can we find you on social media when we're looking for Swiss to to if you're not on a break? I presume. Yeah. No. No. I'm totally um, consumed by my phone now. So <laughs> Instagram's like you yeah. spent one hour on Instagram. You're like, yeah, six in the morning. Shut up and carry on. But um, where can we find that? Like the new single. Where can we find all the information? Where can we see the video when it drops? Yeah, I mean, for swipe delete, 
the video should be out. We'll just give it within the next three weeks, I say. Yeah. yeah you guys move there. fast. No, he's lying. It'll be, it'll be here it'll be soon. It'll be, it'll be soon. soon. Yeah, 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 oh yeah, it'll be soon. <laughs> so coming soon. Yeah. You know when you don't know a date, you just yeah. say coming yeah. soon. Yeah. So that's coming soon. Stand By Me has been given out as a white label. You know, it's not record, but, you know, symbolically white label to a few oh, DJs. I was going to ask that Benny, yeah, King, like, that Benny King clearance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but that's cool. Like, this song is not about trying to, you know... Uh, it's not about trying to take it to the label kind of part of the industry. Mm -hmm. First of all, I want to take it from the bottom. And it's not about me making money. Like, I don't have to make a thing. Obviously, bookings can come out of it. <laughs> at the baseline of this, if I get bookings from it, you know, all good. But at the moment, I even had this conversation with my daughter's mum. Like, for me, music's just an exchange for me. I mm -hmm. put a certain energy out mm -hmm. and it's reciprocal. I get it back. Nice. And that has to be the foundation yeah. of how I approach things. Everything after that will come. Yeah. But as long as I put my my um my intent and my thought into creating the best possible thing that can bring about the best result which is stirring some emotions some happy emotions or sad or whatever but there's a point to the music i'll get something back and that is the ultimate exchange for me do you understand i think you're, you're definitely that's you're definitely that kind of artist yeah you know? exactly to exactly. so say, so say anything so, other than that that would be wrong like because if you look at you know i can't not mention cry as cry. well so you talk about stirring emotions yeah yeah that song was you know yeah that, yeah. that did it for everyone that but that's, a, that's that a rarity in yeah. in the in the exactly in the fun. capitalist kind of driven yeah. music yeah. industry mm. where first and foremost you have a lot of young producers and their sole objective is to make a hit to bang yeah. It's got a bigger banger. And yeah. rather than get them getting out whatever they feel or whatever they want to kind of generate in terms mm. of a response in the crowd, that's kind of by the by now. And that needs to be brought back because if when you bring that back, you will get a lot more honest um, expressions of the art form. Yeah. 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 <laughs> because in the same thing like um, <clears throat> selfie culture where everyone's trying to present themselves a certain way. Same thing in music. Yeah. Everyone's trying to be gangster. Yeah. It's, but it's like, okay, bro, what's your mum going through? Yeah. Can you give that perspective in the, in the second yeah. verse? So that I get some kind of balance of how this is affecting the people around you. Do you understand? So you can't always be gang gang. Yeah. You need, you kind of need to be human human a bit. It's quite and, a few disguises out there, isn't it? There's gangster, yeah. there's hipster. There's, there's, <laughs> yeah. like, there's all these different disguises, yeah. in, in, especially in London. If you're, if you're not from London, you come to London, you'll see a lot of groups of people in wearing funny outfits and they're, and I call them outfits because you go back five, 10 years, they wasn't dressing or, or looking like that. And these, a lot of these outfits and, and, and these guises that people wear are geographical. So if you go to East London, they look different from South London. So they look different from Northwest London. So look, do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, 100%. Yeah. 100%. And again, they have to project this on a, a, um, a consistent, in a consistent space. So they look this way on social media. They look, they have to portray this. And the funny thing I've always found And is I that said it in the song, <laughs> girls want to be bad bitches yeah. and the Gs want to act like rich kids. Do you yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So it's like, you know, yeah. that's actually what the song's saying. And it brings us back to presentation of self. Exactly. Everyone's presenting in some sort of way. Not necessarily a bad thing. We do it off social media. We all do it. I'm yeah. a father. So when I'm talking to my son, I present myself a certain way. I'm a friend. When I'm chatting to my friends, yeah. I'm at the, at the pub or I'm in a club. I'm presenting myself a certain way as a as a as a brother to my sister, as a do you understand in different forms. Now I'm presenting myself as whoever I am, Swiss so solid. Do you know what I'm saying? So everyone presents, but I feel like it becomes a pathological thing when you're only presenting yourself in one way, and that's basically at the heart of what the message of yes, Swipe Delete yes. is about. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Swipe Delete is when um, 
you have your old school friends who remembered you from a certain age group and when they respond to you by your government name you ignore them (laughs) 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 and there's a lot of that there's a lot of people who have no 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 life so this Uh, is who we're playing today yeah (laughs) we're still still playing that game okay (laughs) (laughs) I'm playing that's a shot yeah okay be be who you want to be okay okay Batman alright Batman you're not Bruce Wayne (laughs) right anyway right so I got some stats to bring it back to the track Mm. this might interest you actually we got some information about the most data draining apps on the phones okay. right? wow. specifically on who my phone or, or on generally on phone. it's only on one on my yeah, phone yeah, yeah. why is Twitter obviously <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say what it was on my phone when a couple websites get streamed um, so I've got two sections I've got TV and music so I think I'll do the music section first so of all the apps that stream music right mm, okay. I want you to think of the biggest ones the ones that you yeah, know yeah. I want you to both give a guess um which apps drain the most for music streaming on your phone? iTunes, Spotify. Oh, you got to pick one. Yeah, or you can pick one or, or yeah, pick one each. What would you say out of those? I'll say, I'll say Spotify. Okay, Spotify. Yeah, because Spotify is like the, the, the Coca-Cola of, of music, isn't it? I think Spotify is like the oxygen of the music industry. It's everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. But but yeah it's it's the most heavily popular brand yeah. of the of the streaming yeah. sites. Yeah, you can't breathe in streaming music without <laughs> hearing about Spotify. I hear that. But yeah, what, what do you think, Funk? Yeah, I'm not going to say whether it's right or wrong. Yeah, right. Spotify. So Spotify is in third place. Oh, really? Wow. It uses right. Um, Apple Music pips it to the post. Uh, it's a little bit more, and then the 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 service. And this is going to make you work out, understand why the service that uses the most data on your phone. Go on. Title. That's going to make you think when I start talking about quality and stuff because mm. remember Tidal talks about quality mm. yeah yeah. So, so in terms of most data Tidal's actually the app because you use all those gigs to download those WAVs super high quality <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah see what Jay-Z doesn't tell you about that does he <laughs> good for the music industry though yeah. for the is, game they pay the best indeed. they actually pay the best and they, they do also, actually pay the best yeah, Tidal yeah, do they, yeah, yeah. They do, yeah. I think they I think people um, credit them to having the best um, what do they call them the best uh, to, to no, you, have the, you have a particular type of songs in order what, like um, the sonically how it sounds no or? Um, you know like you have a, a playlist oh okay. Oh, okay so it has the best yeah. algorithms best, for the playlist best no the best playlist online will come from I don't know if you're a hip hop fan yeah, you yeah. might say that you get what I'm saying hip hop yeah. R&B because it kind of yeah. it's Jay-Z's platform isn't it? which okay. he, he comes from that era okay yeah. that makes sense but that it must be sense. weaker in other algorithms then because I can't I don't know would they be great in, in forms of electronic dance music because that's where Sp- Spotify yeah. is a European company. Yeah. And that's probably where initially before it gained prominence, it was getting a lot of its weight through its European listenership before mm-hmm. it, it, it moved into the, the US market. So they would have been streaming your, your, your Tiestos and, <laughs> and, and those kind of acts. Yeah. I mean, in the times. States, they've got different streaming apps. There's one I can't remember for the life of me what it was, but there was one that was out and it was doing a lot before Spotify so mm. I remember my friend had it on his TV and he's, yeah. he was showing it to me it was like a new concept he mm. goes if I like a tune it will play it for me mm. if I say I don't like a tune it will never play it again uh, and it will use <coughs> I remember being bamboozled I was like "What? it works out what you like and it will select tunes yeah. out of it yeah. so it was doing that before Spotify around the mm. same time mm. yeah. so yeah it's interesting that's a very interesting point maybe yeah. it could be skewed in, depending where people are from um, I've got what? one more TV then so for, for well, go on Frank no, I was going to say what streaming services are they using in like markets like India and China Cause, no idea yeah. no idea Spotify's in India though now because I saw, I saw shouts to Austin I'm sure Austin tweeted about Spotify being in India I would say that's a market you do not want to miss out yeah. yeah you don't want to miss out mm. the sheer volume of people that it's a billion there's a billion people that live there yeah yeah, I mean yeah. the biggest two. The a two billion biggest people that live in India. Yeah, yeah. 
the two biggest okay. YouTube channels yeah. are like there's that PewDiePie, yeah, cool, and then it's like a, a Bollywood channel, that yeah, does Bollywood music videos, absolutely smashing YouTube yeah. at the moment. Mm. Streaming's where it's at. I mean, if you want to be big in the streaming game, you got to look at look at Indian man. markets. Um, well, how about TV then? So let's think about your iPad, Indian House, Channel Five, Indian, Indian, House, Indian yeah, House, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Swipe the lead. Okay, <laughs> uh, you got uh, BBC iPlayer, you got Channel Five, Netflix, Amazon, Mixer, Twitch, YouTube, Vimeo. What do you think's using the most data on phones for TV? Yeah, easy. Netflix. Hmm. What else is there? Yeah, I'd say Netflix, but also BBC is in my mind for some reason. Do you know what, Switch? You're cl- you know what, BBC is the mm. second most. The first, Channel 5, iPlayer, apparently rinses your data, mm. probably bad compression. iPlayer is next. Netflix uses some of the least data, actually. I, th- I think, because they've been doing it for so long, I think they managed to, to get the streaming. Get the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But Netflix has got that feature where you can download episodes, because that's what exactly. I do, so you can watch, so them, on, watch them on the, the tube. And well. I'm on that as well. Yeah. I'm on that as well. Shout out to everyone that doesn't actually own their own Netflix account. I'm, 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 I, I, I ask people. What's your password? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, let me let do you own your Netflix account? Uh, I, I own mine. Swiss? I own mine. Do you own yeah, yours? Yeah, uh, check, yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so you're supporting somebody visually. You're supporting somebody visually. Yeah, yeah. I can't lie. I have a Netflix login, right? But okay. I'm using someone else's because I initially use someone else's and it's got. It's used all of the information of what I've watched to give me playlists. So yeah. if I log into mm. my one, it's like shit. It's not for me. Yeah. When I log into theirs, it's all the sci-fi that I like to watch, mm. all the anime I that I like that. to watch. That's do you, do you get an allocated amount of how much you can download as a user of the account? Do you know what? Yeah, there's a limit. Really? Like, yeah, I, I was going to LA or something. I was like, yeah, I'm going to download, 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 download. It said, you can't download anything. <laughs> you have to delete some stuff. <laughs> but yeah, but, um, yeah save yourself some data, man. Download some stuff. You can do that with Spotify as well. Yeah. So, for example, listen to Swipe Delete. You can select download if you're a premium user. Yeah, on your phone. Yeah, yeah. And I think you still get the numbers if we stream it anyway. No? Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Uh, anyway, look, uh, thanks for killing some time with us, Swiss. Thank you, Appreciate brother. it. Funk Butcher, obviously. Thank you for coming in the building again. No problem. Uh, swipe Delete, out now. Out now uh, on Houseology put a link in the show description for that uh, the app as well yeah, which, is Land, which is out now the demo's out now and shortly the game should be out the full game look forward to that uh, thanks for killing some time with us man mm-hmm. yeah. and that, stand by man. me yeah, stand by me look out for stand by yes. me yeah. yes hashtag stand by me UKG yes okay look thank forward you. to that thank you very much yes. cheers for killing some time with us Bless man up, bro. thank you uh, make sure you like and subscribe the podcast and if you want to get the newsletter howtokillanow.com forward slash news In the meantime, stay blessed. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 